You're listening to the Bored to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast. I am Jay, being joined by... Sam. And my phone's went ballistic. <laughs> and also, and Nami is also here, a.k.a. Peanut. Uh, whether or not she joins joins in will be depending on whether she has anything funny that she wants to add to the, <laughs> to the discussion. But we are here for episode four of WandaVision. Uh, or at least Nami, Sam, and I are here for this. Zeke has already watched this because <laughs> uh, Chris couldn't join us today. He has work. Um, as, you know, te- as one does, you know. Before a snowstorm. You know, yep, before. and there's a snowstorm uh, bearing down on us as well. Uh, but, so they've already watched it. We'll get Chris in to give his opinion uh, on a future episode. Uh, you'll be giving your opinions on things after we've watched it. No spoilers. Guess <laughs> oh, what? No credits. How dare you, sir! I didn't want spoilers for that sort of thing. I've already seen it, too. You did? Yeah. Oh. I can't wait. Okay, I guess I'm the only one who hasn't seen it, because yesterday I was working, and then after work I got together with my folks to have a a steak dinner. I'm not going to turn down a steak dinner. WandaVision or steak? Mm, Such a hard choice. You could have both. Could have, but... Regardless, I wanted to put it off till put it off till today. Um, so yeah, I'm the one who hasn't seen this. So spoiler, this Wanda's in the episode. God damn it! Is Vision in it? I don't remember. <sighs> anyway, um, so last episode was '60s into '70s sort of thing, the Brady Bunch thing. Wanda was pregnant, or or rather, Wanda wasn't pregnant, and then she was pregnant, and then she had a baby. Only it was twins, and She's definitely aware that nothing in Westview is entirely what it seems, and she's fine with that. She wants it this way. And if you dare to try to disrupt her perfect little happy little slice of Americana, she will uh, send you to the cornfield. She'll eat you. And yeah, she'll eat you right out of the right out of her little bubble of magic. I'm sticking to this is her coping mechanism. Uh, it could very well be a, be her coping mechanism, you know, getting snapped back into exi- out of existence and then back into existence five years later after uh, after just witnessing her boyfriend getting getting uh, his forehead ripped open, and yeah, she could have just gone bibbledy and just decided I'm gonna make my own I'm gonna make my own America with blackjack and hookers. Only forget the blackjack and the hookers, <laughs> um, and so she decided to make Pleasantville. We keep making jokes about that, but we have to go watch it one of these days again. Yeah, Pleasantville was Pleasantville was a good movie. Um, there's a lot of that sort of comparison, you know, the perfect little sitcom America uh, thing. And we know that Sword is at least monitoring what's going on, uh, because we we saw at the end of the first episode they were like watching the transmission, as it were. And then we saw the model of a, like a little toy model of a helicopter with the sword logo. And then uh, Geraldine was wearing a, a necklace that had the sword logo on it, <laughs> which is what got her yeeted out of Westview. No, no, no. Mentioning Voltron. Uh, oh, Vol- not Vol- not Vol- 
not Voltron, Ultron. 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 <laughs> There's a crossover Actually, for you. <laughs> I, I was more about Pietro. Yes, true. Well, and she's yeah. like, yeah, Ultron killed him. And she's like, mm. first she just mentioned my dead brother. Well, no, but she because she, she, she had brought up Pietro first. Well, she did bring him up, but she mentioned nothing about his death. That was her. Well, no, you could see that she was rem- that Wanda was sort was somber about him. She knew he was gone and wasn't coming back. Broke her concentration. Well, say. all of her concentration was sort of was sort of shot right there. Like her American accent was suddenly dropped when she started singing that Sokovian lullaby to the twins, and the and her Sokovian accent had come back briefly when she started talking about Pietro. But it wasn't until Geraldine mentioned he was killed by Ultron that suddenly she snapped back into, you know, American, you know, into her fantasy and was like, no, and yeet. <laughs> um, so, and Vision, Vision is one of those, is an interesting case because from what we've seen, he is also, becomes aware at times that the illusion isn't perfect and every time it's come up, she has rewound the simulation, as it were. In the first episode, it happened right before the beekeeper showed up. And then, but it was the beekeeper that made her rewind it back before uh, Vision started bringing up his own concerns. And then they got distracted by, you know, holy crap, baby bump. And then, last episode, uh, when he started bringing it up, there was like, Literally, it looked like the stream had skipped a moment, <laughs> and then uh, it's back before he started bringing up the concerns, and now he's just you know fo- focused on baby. He has some agency, but it's only when Wanda isn't paying full attention to him for yep. one, for some reason, and the others are uh, the uh, the others in Westview like Herb and Agnes. And even the doctor are also have those moments when her concentration lapses, and they they sort of hint at it, but they're like, "I can't be too overt about it, or she will notice, and then bad things happen." Um, there was a you know the whole my my mentioning you know, like sending her to the sending people to the cornfield, it's etc. is a reference to an old Twilight Zone episode called "It's a Good Life," where there was this like. 10-year-old boy who had reality warping powers and everybody basically had to be happy all the time. They couldn't discipline him if he did something they didn't like because he would basically, you know, snap them out of existence. Um, Yay, Children of the Corn? No, not Children of the Corn. It's basically like his town in Ohio is like literally the only thing that exists. Because he's his powers are you know basically made it so there's nothing outside outside his his little bubble. You know, obviously that's not the case here. There's clearly something outside the bubble, but inside that bubble, Wanda is pretty aware of things. Something I kind of I kind of want to see them do, and in, in whether they do it in this episode or in some other future episode in the season, I want there to be a moment when there's like a a scene cut. Maybe like they do like the the whole like Gilligan cut sort of joke where it's like somebody will make some comments like, no, we're not, we are not going, 
going to going to the store, and then there's a cut, and then they're in the store, you know, sort of sort of gag, something like that, where they go from like one scene to the next without like the establishing shot. But I want the people in the scene, maybe not Wanda, but some of the others, other characters that go along with the cut, to be suddenly have that moment of like, how did we get here? <laughs> you know, like they're in. Wanda envisions living room one moment, and the next they're at like a town hall meeting or something, and the others are like, "Wait, how did we get here?" Magic. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you guys know stuff about this episode, and I don't, so I think we'll just sort of wrap up this little intro here, unless you guys have anything you want to add. What gave you this hint? The fact we're being quiet and letting you go out of town, and yeah, pretty much. So, yes, we'll just go ahead and wrap this up here, get to the uh, episode, and we'll be back after the binge. While the binge is happening, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a like and subscribe and spread the word. You can reach us on social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio podcast family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, the Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. So, this, in a sense, you could almost call a meta episode, because, well, you guys already know this, uh, this episode sort of showed us everything that... That was happening in or outside of Westview up to the end of last episode. Uh, we find we get confirmation that Geraldine is indeed Monica Rambeau, yep. daughter of Maria Rambeau. So uh, where did you read that at? I actually saw it on like TV tropes. <laughs> I like to I like to read it, read up on that sort of thing. There, I saw that it was then you that was spoilers. listed there. Yeah, uh, I was like, I. Didn't necessarily consider that to be canon until I had actual confirmation on it. Yeah, IMDb also lists her as Geraldine slash Monica Rambeau. But again, I don't consider that canon until I see confirmation in show, which we got this time. Um, so Monica had been snapped, or blipped, as they call it in the, call it in the well, universe. I mean, everyone else, most people didn't know that... There was a snap that yeah, evolved. They just sort of blipped out of existence and then blipped back in. Um, and her mother had been uh, had had surgery for like to remove a cancer or something. But in that five five year period, she uh, the cancer came back and she died. And we saw all the chaos from the from the blip as people started like phasing back into reality and all the problems that sort of caused in a hospital it's like they're all coming back we don't have the capacity um and we get uh we find out that sword <laughs> had essentially been uh you all right there oh god damn he just sneezed himself out of existence <laughs> um, i sneezed myself back into um but sword here uh sentient weapons observation and response division uh they do sort of monitor stuff from extraterrestrial things, uh, but when Monica returned returned to work, her ID badge wouldn't let her in because, well, she got blipped. Well, five and there, years. Yeah. There are people who are bigger douchebags than they are at my work. 
Oh, you're talking about the security guard who wouldn't let her in? <laughs> my, my name badge isn't working. Yeah. If you don't work here, do you? It's like if you worked here... You well, know. it is a, a highly classified yeah. lockdown area. Exactly. Then how'd she get through the front door? My question comes down to, if a person well, walked into a highly here, classified here's, area... Here's the thing. She could get onto the, onto the compound because... And I'm basing this on where I work, because I work at a secure government facility as well. When you're when you're coming in, you're basically showing your badge to like a security guard who and basically like, yeah, yeah, they right. they look okay. Yes, you're bad. You look like the person on the badge, but then actually getting into secure rooms, you would need the badge in. And if you're and if you don't have the clearance, then you're not getting in. Which goes they to the statement Abba say of yeah, the badge doesn't work, and the security guard's just sitting there. I'm pretty sure it'd be more responsive. Swipe doesn't work. Swipe doesn't work. Give no. Uh, again, basing this on where on where I work, it de- it could depend on what kind of room or uh, area of the compound you're trying to get into. She was trying to get in the director's office. No, she was trying to get into a hallway. It wasn't sure even had her mom's picture on there and it said director. That was that was like a memorial wall. Oh. Yeah. Um. So, but she meets with the acting director um, who had replaced her mother. Apparently, Maria Rambo had been like the director of Sword. Um, and there's protocols that were put in place for the people who vanished, you know, and it's like you're confined to terrestrial, uh, operations until, uh, they can basically clear you. And so she's given this little missing persons thing from the FBI, where we meet Jimmy Woo from, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. I knew he looked familiar. Uh, well, you know, there was a, there was an... Cute little thing I noticed when she drove to Westview to meet with uh, to meet with him. When he got his card out, he did like a little magic trick where he like yep. sort of snapped it out, and I'm like, ah, uh, he's he's been spending a little bit of time with uh, Scott Lang in the three weeks or so since uh, the since the D blip. Because when she reported to the sword to Sword HQ, it was like three weeks or so after she had returned. But yep. uh, that's when uh, they find out that essentially the town of Westview has been removed from the records, as it <laughs> as it were. The town is visibly there. The sign is there, and they when they go when they talk to the uh, sheriffs right there next to the Westview sign, they're like, "Tell us about the town of Westview." No such town. That thing behind you can't exist. It's like, it's like so. What? So, uh, what's what city are you from? Eastview. It's like people staying next to Spider Man Three sign. It doesn't exist. That's for a different reason. Yeah. Um, and so Monica sent in like a little sword drone, which was a little helicopter thing. It goes through the little energy field barrier, and Monica then steps up, steps up to investigate it. Touches it, even though you know you shouldn't, <laughs> and it sucks her in. And so then, Sword sets up shop there, along with literally like every single agency they could they could get. Um, they got Darcy from uh, from the Thor movies, in uh, now Doctor, uh, now a Doctor of Astrophysics in her own right, to investigate things, and she's the one who finds the TV signal. <laughs> Well, because she had some other programs that other, I guess, other agencies weren't using because they were 
all from a different she, field. She, yeah, yeah, they literally were bringing in people from any sort of scientific field they could because they were baffled by what was going on. Uh, and Darcy, because of her work with uh, Jane Foster in uh, the Thor movies, is a little bit more familiar with like energy fields and whatnot, and had some equipment that allowed her to pick up the signal, which was buried in cosmic background radiation. I still want to know why they brought the AI guy in. That'd be kind of, maybe they thought it might have been Ultron or something like that. Well, because they literally didn't know what was going on. It was cameos. Yeah, and they were literally just pull, <laughs> they were literally just pulling in literally anybody they could, throwing what they everything at the wall and seeing what what stuck. That does sound like a government thing to do. Well, if you don't know what the hell it is, you want to try to figure it out. And you want to figure it out fast. Yes. Um, and so then they literally were doing like what we would basically be doing. It's like, who is that person? What does this mean? You know, they literally had like a whiteboard where they were doing like the red string theories. Yeah, I was at this point, there was no red string involved. Um, but well, they were like, ide- they were identifying the various people in Westview and what roles they were playing inside the sitcom reality. And we saw, then saw things how, like the little like rewind segments we saw, to their point of view, we didn't, they didn't see the the rewind. They just saw like a little stutter in the uh, in the transmission, and we don't see the rewind at all. Which interesting. Uh, the the beekeeper was just another sword agent in a he had like a radiation suit. like a radiation suit who just uh, uh, went in through the sewers to see if they could uh, bypass the energy field that so way. Like each, it can't go under. It shouldn't go underground. There's no reason for. And nope, yes it did. Which crushed my dreams and hopes. <laughs> what, you were hoping it was the Nazi made of bees? <laughs> yes, I was hoping for a Spider-Man villain to be in this thing. I have a feeling there's not going to be villains in it, it's just going to be Wanda. Well, no, I suspect there's probably something more going on. Uh, the Hexagon thing, I had originally thought was literally just their their uh, programs, you know, how they'd set up the things on their screens and everything. Nope. That's apparently something that's coming out of the actual transmission. So so even on the whiteboards, why hexagons? (laughs) Um, I like that in the in universe, even the like most the brightest minds on the planet uh, are as baffled by this as we are. (laughs) Especially Um, wonder where Bruce Banner is. Professor Hulk, uh, probably uh, at, still at, still at the Avengers compound, and probably trying to rehab his arm because his arm is was still in a sling when we saw it at the end of Endgame. It's like we need all the most smartest minds in the world. Professor Hulk's over there doing his arm thing. Just well, he was also probably working on uh, making sh- rebuilding the quantum time tunnel technology because that all got destroyed when Thanos blew up the Avengers base. Mm, that's true. And they no longer had Tony Stark there to help them, uh, ah. to help them with it. Granted, they did it once. It was just a matter of reconstructing it and then figuring out the coordinates they needed to send Cap back with. And that's a fairly important thing to take care of because you got to return those Infinity Stones to their proper timelines, or timelines go bye bye. That was a thing. Remember, the Ancient One told Hulk that. Uh, or told Banner that in Endgame. So you think this takes place before the funeral? I don't know about that, but the funeral happened, and then Cap went back. 
But Cap came back at the funeral. No, he didn't. Because he was the old man at the end of the at the end of, at the end of it. Right, but that was after the funeral. Yeah, the funeral wasn't the very last thing in the movie. It was literally Cap sitting on the bench. Hmm. And giving the shield to Falcon. Um, but, you know, it could be taking place around that around that same time. We don't know how much time passed between uh, the end of the, ba- uh, the Battle of Earth ascent, uh, and the... Uh, the you know them sending cat back could have been only like a week or so could have been several weeks later we don't know um but it's really funny when you finish the episode it says recommended to watch or we're gonna play next was age of ultron (laughs) well um we also did get we did see what happened when uh when wanda realized that geraldine wasn't who she said she was (laughs) And yeah, she literally yeeted her through a wall and straight out of walls. town. <laughs> yeah, several walls. And fences. And fences. And several miles before uh, coming out of the energy field. And then so and then Wanda's been... like, oh shit, and puts the walls back together. And then when she turned around to talk to Vision... He was dead. He was dead with the big old hole in his head from when Thanos so ripped, my ripped theory, his head open. Which is what I was going to say. Yes. I hold it now. I'm wondering, is that her memory kicking in? Or is she reanimating his body to make that happen? That's a good question. And it's just that her concentration was off that he ended up looking that way. That is one of the central questions of central mysteries of the show. Is he alive? Geraldine wasn't part of her old plan, but coming through the field changed. Like she, it it inserted her her into the uh, into the narrative. Well, and I pointed. I think I pointed this out uh, for episode two when Geraldine introduced herself. There was that moment of like confusion on her face. When Monica, when uh, Wanda asked for her name, it's like she realized, oh shit, uh, I'm not supposed to, you know, I don't know what my name is because she was just supposed to be a background character and not even that, literally just like an extra. Because she's not supposed to be there, she is literally an extra. But then she gets promoted to a speaking role. <laughs> and, um, but with Vision... You know, if he is just like a, a construct of Wanda's memories and her inability to let him go, would that make him a persistence of vision? Nobody knows what that means. Nope. <laughs> Never mind. I'm a geek. And He's thinking too deep into it, folks. Yes. Well, no. I was trying to. I was trying to make a bad pun, but sadly, nobody got it. Sigh. Oh, <laughs> the peanut. <laughs> the peanut gallery understood. <laughs> You're not alone. Um, but yeah, we still don't really know what is going on in Westview. Whether this is um, somebody uh, created this and thrust Wanda in there. Whether this is her exercising her her abilities and what maybe her abilities got stronger somehow. Although, wait. Uh, so I, I was good. Well. well so, go ahead. So the whole theory of um, her using his body 
if that is like puppeting true, his dead his dead body. Because at the very end, you could see his face, like he doesn't want to be there, or he's like really super, like there's something weird going on. What's so maybe because she, yeah. if that's true, then in my mind, I'm thinking of somehow he his mind was kind of coming back in a sense, and he was like, oh my god, this is like not a good thing. Mm. Because yeah. why, why else would he be why? asking questions? Yeah, um, there were, going back to Infinity War, uh, before the stone got ripped out of his head, uh, Shuri had been working to disconnect, to, to disconnect the Mind Stone without killing it. You know, and it was only when uh, it wasn't Call Obsidian; it was uh, Corvus Glaive uh, invaded her lab and tried and tried to take the stone by force that uh, Wanda tried to destroy the Mind Stone to prevent Thanos from getting it. And then he just used the time stone to rewind it back. Um, it could be that, yeah, there's enough distributed parts of his mind, like in his corpse, that with her animating it, it is like starting. It's it's starting to bring him back. And if that's true, he's probably like, uh, please, just this is not a good grieving way. <laughs> you need to let me go, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, that's that's a good that's a good theory. Um, that's how Marvel zombies saw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If they Actually, if they work in a Marvel zombies thing with this, that's not how Marvel zombies started. Okay, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, but hey, um, yeah, the whole like his corpse sort of being puppeted by her and him sort of coming becoming aware again. Did we not learn anything from Wonder Woman eighty four? <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, take back your wish. That's, that's a different universe, man. We're Sorry. taking back our wish. That's what we're doing. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you need to take back your wish. But Wanda, do it! What I was, what I was going to say is, because I briefly, had, for a moment, forgot that her powers were uh, granted to her when they were experimenting with the Mind Stone. Uh, you know, she and Pietro both got their powers thanks to Hydra experimenting with the Loki Scepter, which had the Mind Stone in it. But was that the mind or the reality? It was the Mind Stone, because yeah. they they took the stone out of the scepter to put into uh, put into the Vision body in Age of Ultron. Uh, but what color are Wanda's powers? Red. And which Infinity Yellow. Stone? No, but which Infinity Stone That's in reality. the MCU? Right, Reality Stone. What if the, you know... She or her powers, yeah, were sort of. Uh, what if the ether, you know, the which was the reality stone, actually sort of affected affected her in some way, but the mind stone just sort of unlocked her reality warping abilities. That's what they're going with. It, I, I mean, I'm just I'm just throwing ideas out there. I have no idea how the, you know how any of this is working either. I'm just. Looking for anything. Um, anything else? I'm just trying to do research. That's why I'm so quiet because I'm saying we're watching the end of Endgame. <laughs> and we watch it. They got research. Wow. I remember them sending Cap at the funeral place where, at the at the house because the funeral took place at the second at day like, lab. Heartlink. No, yeah. it took it. You know, the the funeral, funeral was at was at uh, Tony Stark and Pepper's house mm -hmm. at Heart Lake, which was not next to Avengers Compound. Nope. 
But it was, they had a secondary. There's a actual the the places in the woods. Right. Yeah. With the teleport, it's right. been built up. Right. And the, because remember, Avengers Compound got nuked yes. by, by Thanos. You're, you're gonna have to go back like 30 minutes into the movie. I know. It's why I'm so quiet. I'm at 30 minutes. <laughs> That was right. Um, yeah, um, I'm. Them bringing back, bringing up Pietro does make make me wonder if he is going to pop up in some in some. People way. are talking that they're going to bring in the kid that did the uh, X Men one. Oh, the other Quicksilver. Yep. <laughs> um, that would be that would be funny if they go with that. Well, he is part of a technical multiverse. Yeah, and so they are bringing the multiverse lead, into lead this. into multiverses. And who knows, maybe this is how they fold the X-Men, X-Men into... Uh... What about their Wanda? <laughs> His, their Wanda was like a little girl, like five years old or something, or three. This is true. They weren't twins in, uh, in the X-Men universe. I don't know. Um, but, you know, considering that the X-Men universe is effectively dead, they're not going to be no, considering anything more. Oh, so did you get the answer you were looking for? It was next to the Quayo that was Avengers uh, compound. So yeah, yeah, I figured that's what it was. the The compound itself is going to take way longer to re to rebuild, but rebuilding the uh, quantum time tunnel stuff yeah. it would take less time. And now that they've essentially done it, just moving it someplace. Because I was looking for the point of where Wanda was talking to Hawkeye, and because Hawkeye's like. I hope they know we did it. And Wanda goes, she does. They both do. I'm like, okay, where between that point is what I was talking about with Cat coming back. It's like, uh, okay. So there was, a, there was a big chunk before yeah, that. Yeah, there was the funeral. There was them meeting, you know, or was it, was that post-funeral, uh, Wanda and Hawkeye? After. It was after the funeral? After the funeral. Yeah, so there was funeral, that meeting, and then... Yeah. Uh, Time tunnel thing. So it seems yeah. a lot longer because they had a whole bunch of everybody going bye. Yeah, um, as they wrote out the various other characters, you know, Thor passing on the passing on the crown to Valkyrie, but not beginning. They're going to say hi to Starlord. Well, no, he's not he's just going, saying hi. He's going on a trip. He's going to be in a... the Asgardians of the galaxy. <laughs> um. We're still looking. That's that's another movie that's still got got to come out. There's also like it needs to be Love and Thunder too, isn't there? It doesn't need to come out. It needs to be filmed. Oh the, yeah. Well, there's a whole lot of stuff in the post Endgame uh, MCU that we've yet to see, like Black Widow. Black Widow's completed. Just needs to be released. Come out. Yep. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we've a whole lot of stuff here just to add to the speculation. Uh, and no real answers to anything. <laughs> it's just them pulling the curtain back a little bit. Pulling back yes. the curtain. I mean, they're doing it right. They they made it a weekly show, so you don't get all your answers at once. Yep. They're making it so people continue to talk about it. Drip feeding you uh, mysteries and answers and stuff. Like we found out who the who the beekeeper was. Literally, just some guy. He was not a spy man. What a, God, he was. <laughs> but we, you know, we didn't see what happened to him. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, we just saw he him. Would have loved we just saw him like, come up out of come up out of the sewer in uh, his radiation suit, now a beekeeper's uh, outfit, and and the the, the the neighborhood was colorized until 
until he turned around and saw Wanda, who was looking at him, and then suddenly everything goes grayscale. And she just goes, no. And he's just staring at her like, he, oh, she, shit. She just <laughs> knowed him out of existence. <laughs> yeah, he's we, at the other side of the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we still don't know what happened to him. Uh, His name was Bob. Peel the, peel the <laughs> <laughs> Bob, agent of sword. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's over here just shaking his head. <laughs> I would have loved seeing if because Agents of Shield they did a uh, a duetto that wasn't um, Nick Fury and it wasn't Phil Coulson. Yeah, they did a, a sub uh, substitute. I would have loved to see them bring that guy in to be the director for Sh- uh, Shield. Sword. So, yeah, sword, and make make it a twin brother kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, Patton Oswalt's characters in, Ag- in Agents of Shield. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Where when everybody realized they were like exactly the same, they were like, are these life model decoys or something? No, they're literally just triplets. Yes. <laughs> it's like, they should have done that, maybe so that way, I mean, the director they had was just a small spot, but they're kind of like those laughable moments. Yeah. Um, I d- we did essentially get the, you know, uh, we interrupt this program thing, but as the title of the episode... <laughs> Remember we were talking back uh, back for the first two episodes and mm-hmm. we wanted to see that we interrupt this broadcast to bring you a message from the president. Yes! <laughs> and we still, we're still still kind of hoping on something like that. Come on, man. But it has to have uh, Kevin Feige. Yes. It has to have Kevin Feige as the, as the president. Only other, only other thing I would accept is if it's one of the other Avengers trying to reach out to, to Wanda but posing as the president. <laughs> God, make it be... How they bring old Tony cap, <laughs> yes, <laughs> old cap. With a flag in the back waving, <laughs> and, then I, and then then the joke will be like, "It's nice of them to cast Joe Biden as as the president." <laughs> oh my God, the news going to get there eventually. Um, but yeah, I'm still enjoying still enjoying the episode. Uh, you know, now we just got to wait until next week to find out what's next in terms of the. The uh, in what's happening in the sitcom reality, and in the, as a nice bonus, or are they going to continue trying to figure stuff out? Well, and that's what I was about to say. As a nice bonus, doing these episodes showing what's going on outside the bubble allows them to hold off having to update the time period of the sitcom right away because it was going 50s, 60s, 70s, nine episodes of the of the of the series. How do you how do you stop from getting too far ahead? It means we're not getting the Jetson episode now. Thank you, Phil. Episode we wanted those Jetson episodes. Flintstones. I wanted a Flintstones episode. We passed that time frame. <laughs> no, actually, if you go by the, that fan theory that the Flintstones and the Jetsons actually take place at the same time, the Flintstones are living down on the down on the surface, oh and the God. Jetsons are all and the Jetsons and, and everybody are living up. No, I did not hear that one before. <laughs> But doesn't that uh, get canceled out because of the time the time travel movie they did? There was there were like crossover episodes where there was like time travel or something involved. I think the Great Gazook or whatever. Yeah, yeah. time travel. They the Great Gazook was travel. like it was like involved in involved Under the in smog. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, and to the Flintstones, the smog was clouds. See, I wish I was I wish I was in the same boat as you, but I'm like after an episode like that. I kind of like the TV episodes. I did. I really you wish want, they... you want more of the sitcom rather than, yeah. rather than the uh, rather than the meta. This episode kind of bounced me back out because remember at the beginning of watching, it was like eh, I'm not really yeah, the opening of the, the, the opening of the episode 
uh, was very much like the opening of an MCU movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the prologue to it to like, an MCU yep. movie, and then we got the Marvel, I the Marvel Studios ID, and then thrust right back into everything. So we didn't because this was outside the bubble. We didn't get the Wandavision. Yeah, they kind of like those random things. Well, but it makes sense that we wouldn't get them because this is outside of the the bubble. True. I'm disappointed that they didn't have they didn't show everyone's reactions to the fake commercials because we saw we saw Darcy starting to see the Strucker watch commercial, but she just sort of she just sort of she checked out. Know about it. This is true, but what would have been the reaction of? The sword agents and the and the other people who know who Baron von Strucker is. <laughs> uh, excuse me, did she? Just, oh no, yeah, because I guarantee you, once they found out that this was involved with Wanda, they had somebody from uh, from the Avengers or some former Shield agent who has all of the information on Wanda Maximoff on hand. But. Yeah, still an intriguing series. Still wondering what the hell is going on. Uh, who knows? Maybe next episode is '80s, or maybe next episode is more meta and them further investigating things. But um, but how many episodes? It's nine episodes. Nine episodes. episodes episode four. Yeah, maybe two more. Epi- maybe two or three more episodes, which would get them up to '90s and '90s, and then. Uh, maybe then you have uh, another meta episode before you get into a two-part finale. Did you say 90s or noughties? 90s and then noughties, as in the 2000s. Oh my god, my brain hurts. I, I heard noughties, I'm like, wait, what era is that one? Yeah, I guess you haven't heard that abbreviation for the for the 2000s, huh? No, I have not. I've heard of the apocalypse, but the noughties. No, 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 no. The apocalypse started last year. Okay. I get the roaring, to- the roaring, the roaring twenty twenties. That's okay. I'm, I'm not even. You know, uh, just don't get this stuff. Fine. Yeah. But. Um, but how's it feel to see a TV back in your era? As you guys cannot tell, I'm getting the death glare today. <sighs> I did have a cathode ray TV in my room for a long ass time, and it, I finally uh, did upgrade to like a to like an HD TV. <laughs> Uh, because I was getting tired of having to keep finding like an RF adapter to you to plug my consoles into far enough to get an RF adapter for an HD system. Yeah, I did. That's Jay for you. Because I because I couldn't. Money you make. Oh my god. No, no, no. This was when I was still working at BJ's. I know. And I then it was because I needed to get get one that would fit on the TV stand that I had. Because my room was a mess and I didn't have anywhere else to put it. <clears throat> but well, just, hey, just, just like most penny picture dads like mine, he he used the same TV stand forever. Oh wait, we got an HD TV. It has a spot like this. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna take that centerpiece out. There we go. And now it's uh, perfect for an HD TV now. Yep. Until um, we got a 4K. Remember, we use. Mom's we, like, nope, we're not doing this reduce, again. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we had that TV stand for twenty years. <laughs> There's a thing. Uh, you wonder if, like, when they get hit the '80s and '90s episodes, they're going to have some character in Westview that's like the reduce, reuse, recycle <laughs> sort of character. Would it be Agnes oh, or would it be Mrs. Hart? <laughs> would, would there be a person of that? And you have to get them into the 2000s. 
No, they were doing the whole reduce, reuse, recycle thing in the 90s. <laughs> Back of Captain Planet. Yep. Captain Planet. Not as hard as they're doing it now. Yeah, that's true. But that's because we suddenly realized, oh shit, the world's fucked. <laughs> we need to, we need to start. now. Yeah. Put the band-aid on it! <laughs> you know, when you decapitate something, I don't think a band-aid will help. <clears throat> yeah. Can we colorize the wound? Oh, uh, technically, the the Earth is doing that doing that to itself. It's called climate change. COVID nineteen. No, that's that's just humans being stupid. Mm. <clears throat> but no, global Wouldn't warming it be nice is. That stop happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're never gonna get get back to normal. Nope. What's this normal you speak of? This is my normal. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do not start thinking that way. This well, is not on. the new normal. The new normal is when you get that second mask on. <laughs> That's right. No! Zeke recently, recently heard that like that recommendation from one of the COVID experts, just sort of like, you should double up on a mask. He's just waiting for his job to... His eyes just widen. All right. Nope. <laughs> uh, to quote a phrase from a movie I just saw, even assholes get a second chance, and I'll walk out. <laughs> But yeah, so now we're we're just rambling now, so we should probably just go ahead and wrap this wrap this episode of the binge cast up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, so for Zeke and Peanut and Sam, I'm Jay. And we'll see you next time for the children. For the, the children. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.